Hey guys, it's Todd from Cryptid Creatures. Have you ever thought about making your own podcast? If so, you got to use Anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R. The cool thing about Anchor is it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money on your podcast. The more people that listen, the more money you can make. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the show. What's going on, Brian? Not a whole lot, man. How you How doing? You I'm good. 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 We got a good show coming up this time. Yeah, I'm excited. We got another guest coming on. Heck yeah. Bigfoot Bry. Bigfoot Bry is coming on to talk about his experience. Heck yeah, man. He had a... All about uh, that skunk ape. He had a skunk ape experience in Florida, so uh, we'll get him on and we'll talk about that. Um, Should be fun. See what goes on. So you ready to bring him on? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, we can rock and roll. All right, we'll bring him on. Bigfoot Bry, welcome to the show, man. How's it going? It's going very well. I really appreciate you guys doing this. Man, we, oh, we're just happy you're here. Yeah, we're happy you're here. Yeah, we, we really love you coming on and talking about what's got that we got to talk about. What's what's going on with you right now? What's happening? Well, first of all, I'd like to say I'm a Marine veteran, and I'd like, like to say to all my mar- fellow Marines, Semper Fi, thank you for your service. Thank you and for your service. All, yes, and thank to, you. Thank you very much. And to all the other branches of service that might be tuned in, Thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. Thank you. So, Bigfoot, Brian, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, where, your childhood, where you came from, what you thought about Bigfoot as a kid, um, what led you up to your encounter, et cetera. Give us a little little history there. Uh, I'm a Pennsylvania boy, born and bred. Um, never found Bigfoot until at work. Um, I had no work. I worked. At GE for 31 years, testing locomotives, had no work a lot of times. And I found him on the internet and uh, found Todd standing, but just loved all this stuff. And it became a passion of mine. Uh, I've been doing it now for about five years, uh, going into the woods for, well, since about uh, October of 19. All the time before that, I never had time to go to the woods. And the woods, for these guys is a ways away from where I lived. So uh, really, really got involved and was talking to everybody at work and actually found a few believers. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, Had a very, very good time with it and it's taken over my life. (laughs) What part of Pennsylvania did you grow up in? If you don't mind me asking. Up in the uh, Northwest corner, just outside of Erie, Pennsylvania, we had a small farm, 15 acres. Uh, I hunted, fished, did all that kind of stuff, um, my whole life. And now I don't have any interest in that. I just want to take pictures of the woods and birds and any kind of animals. I ran into a squirrel that I had never seen a color of before. (laughs) Which was what color? Uh, it had a black stripe and it had light gray and brown on its sides. And it was big. Uh. That's Squirrel, a skunk. That's a skunk. I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, that's, yeah. I, I'm joking. Skunks, skunks don't climb trees. No. <laughs> no. No. But talking about skunks, apparently you did run into a skunk, so to speak, a skunk ape, huh? Yeah. Um, it's funny how every part of the country has their own pet names, like Ohio's Grassman, right. Pennsylvania's Bigfoot, Florida's is skunk ape. Um I was, uh, my wife and I are full-time RVers and we do Florida in the winter and we come up here outside of Roanoke for now, um, for summer. And, uh, we are brand new grandparents, our first grandbaby. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Coming home. Congrats. Uh, but anyway, uh, we were in Florida and I looked at a map and I saw the Withlacoochee state forest and I'm like, well, that's gotta be a nice place. So I went over and went down this road called Croom Road, and uh, I can't do a lot of wood stuff. I have a malady in my spine, and it mm-hmm. really hampers my ability to walk. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I drove Croom Road for weeks, 
couple days a week, three days a week, that kind of stuff. And one day I stopped and I found a tree structure. Well, let me and, stop you right there real quick. What? So you're just driving around that area, just just checking things out. Is that is that what happened? You're kind of leading up to this. Just looking for sign. Okay. That's what I do. That's how I found my daughter's stuff. It's right off the road. My God. <laughs> wow. But anyway, yeah, just driving the road, looking for sign and. They understand that we are so blindfolded in the day to day that we never look. Okay. Like this tree structure, there's an older woman that walks up and down this road every day. She had no idea it was here. She walks <laughs> the road every day. <laughs> but nope. anyway, this um, one you're standing road, by. This one you're standing by right now. Before we get into that, um, when did you find this one? You said last year. Last, last summer. Last summer? Uh, actually, probably late last spring. Okay, gotcha. So tell us about your morning that day. How it started, what went on, you were going out, you planned to go out and, and, and look for some structures or whatever? The day before the sighting, I was out on Croom Road and I saw a leaner, a tree just leaning against another tree. And it looked suspicious. So I got out, walked over to it, and uh, it is a broken off, burnt tree limb that uh, was stuck in the ground and leaning against a tree. And I thought, well, it's in sand. It has to move very easily. And that'll prove to me that it's not Bigfoot. I'm a big boy. I put my shoulder up against that thing and I could not budge it. So I'm guessing to myself, 10, 12 feet in the ground, you know, who knows? Uh, I, I couldn't budge it. And then it dawns on me. Oh my God, they're here. Oh my God, they're here. <laughs> okay. Wow. So the very next day, which was a, Monday, the next day I went out to Croom Road. Um, there's a tree structure that is the biggest thing I've ever seen in my life. One humongous 50 foot tall tree pushed into another one. And every time I drive by it, I got to stop and look at that. I got to, it can't be that obvious that it just fell into that other tree. So I went out there and I looked for scratch marks in the trees and I'm looking all around for prints and anything that could give me some sort of inclination that this was Bigfoot and for half hour, 45 minutes, just racking my brain, trying to figure out a, why they did it right there. It's like, like I am right now is right next to the road. And uh, finally I gave up. I'm looking at the road and at the tree and I decided that's it. I'm done. I, I, I give up. I turned around 180 degrees to look deep into the woods and this is February, um, very little greenage, very open seeing and stuff like that. And I got to about panning from right to left. I get to about 11 o'clock and oh my God, I don't know if it's possible for a human to jump left, right up and, and backwards at the same time, but it felt like that's what I did. <laughs> okay. Like I jumped out of my skin because there's two of them. Yeah. They're not 30 yards away. There was two and of them. Two of them. Did they see you? And I was like, oh, they're looking at me. Wow. Anyway, um, the one was fuzzy and the other one was clear as day and so clear that I could see her breasts. And I'm like, oh, my. When you say fuzzy, Bigfoot, Brian, when you say fuzzy. Was, uh, I mean, mm. it was like a photograph that you saw a Bigfoot, but you couldn't really tell it was Bigfoot. And really? I'll explain that later. Um, Poking. So anyway, the uh, the two uh, of them are standing there. They're like ten feet apart, and the female was looking at me with very somber eyes, very calm, very collected, no sound, no smell, no nothing, and just watching me. And I'm I'm devastated. Like this is unbelievable. She did this for me, and that's what I call it when they come out and go, say, "Here I am." Take a look. I call it a gift. And every oh, yeah. time I do it, I, I tell everybody gift. What do you mean you were gifting her? No, she gave me a gift. She showed me herself. And but the weird thing was all I could see from was from just above the waist and to her head. I couldn't see anything else of her. So I couldn't even tell how tall she was. I know she was wide. She was a big girl. And uh, the other one, all I could see was like just below the neck and up to the head. So anyway, um, then it comes to my head. Okay, you got to document this. So I grabbed my Note 8, pulled it up, got the camera going, pulled it up and looked at her, and she disappeared. 
How did she disappear? Disappeared, like not on the screen. Everything else around her is on the screen, but she's gone. So I pulled the camera down and I looked at it and I looked over with the naked eye. She's right there. Come on, camera. Pulled it up. She disappeared. (laughs) That happened four times. And now I'm ready to cry. I mean, this may be my one and only chance. So I pulled the camera down and I rebooted it and rebooted the camera and pulled it back up. Same thing. So she was standing there. They were standing there for quite some time. Yeah. And I don't know how long it took them or how long they were standing there before I noticed them. She was watching. You could tell she was very interested, very curious what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping that it was because that was a real tree structure. And she was trying to figure out, why am I interested in this? You're a human. You know right. nothing about what are trees. you doing in my tree structure? Is what she was uh, probably exactly. thinking. So anyway, um, I decided the best thing to do was the hot truck distance to me to the truck right now is probably twice as twice as short as what it was then. I had to go about eighty feet to get to the truck, get a, a video alternative, come running back. Not running. I hustled. I did not run. I did not want to scare them off. Mm-hmm. I come back to my spot and the right one was still there and the left one was gone. The female that I could see very well. So I pulled up my binoculars and looked at the right one. It was a, uh, oh, what do you call that bush? Um, shoot. I can't think of they're, they're all over Florida, but the bush was somehow in some way carved out that it looked like a silhouette. Oh, so it wasn't what you thought. Yeah. It wasn't what I thought at all. Okay. And I put the binoculars over the other way and I'm looking around everywhere frantically trying to find her. Oh, no, I blew my first chance. No video. Damn it. Nobody's going to believe me. Mm-hmm. So uh, I stood there for probably, I don't know, another 20 minutes glassing, glassing everywhere. Nothing. What I didn't understand is why, and I should have figured it out right away, why all I could see was from her basically waist up. And here she's standing on a hillside. That's the reason I couldn't see any more of her. Okay. If I had known that, I could have walked right to the edge of that and looked down in and maybe seen her again. But anyway, I did not. And then the the, the horror of the night before, I watched two Todd standing videos of Bigfoot killing people. And Bigfoot killing like, people. The video was of Bigfoot killing people. Yes. Where a, a, a friend of his who's a researcher went out on his own and when Todd found him, tracked him down, he was shredded. And there's a so video I, of this. Uh, he, he just talks it. He doesn't go through it. He okay. just talks it. Okay. And there's another one from a, a horse ranch. I think it was in Tennessee where Bigfoot killed, destroyed every gifting they did and destroyed three of their horses. And then Todd, they called Todd and he said, well, look, these people, these folks hate humans get the hell out of they bought this ranch for nothing and it was big and it was all a reason why i'm sure it was cheap exactly and he told him do the exact same thing don't you say a word sell that place and get out from underneath it and get the hell out of there brian have you ever heard of uh, todd standing yeah yeah i know who he is yeah he was on that survivor man bigfoot yeah right exactly um there's a big big argument out there left and right Todd standing, not Todd standing. He's my hero. He he's answered questions that I had when the the four pole structure got tore apart. I I uh, uh, messaged him and I said, "What did I do wrong? Oh, you did nothing wrong. You may find out why they tore it down, but you did nothing wrong. Keep it up. That kind of stuff. Every time I've had a question that nobody else could answer, I went to him and he answered. Mm-hmm. So he's my go-to guy. But anyway, um, that whole thing came back into the brain and it's like this is a female i've never heard of them being mean but i don't know where she's at holy crap i don't know where she's at and i ran back to the truck jumped in closed all the windows and locked all the doors yeah that's gonna help yeah <laughs> how tall <laughs> how, so bigfoot bry how tall do you think she her, was what i could see of her was probably five feet so I'm guessing the bottom part, maybe four feet. So she was around nine feet and, and she, she was, was standing was, on a hill. So 
Yeah, she was standing on a hill, and I could not see the bottom part of her. And how many? Oh, go ahead. How far away from you do you think she was? Not even thirty yards. Okay, it was very, very close. It was pretty good. What what time? Danger. (laughs) What time of day was it again? Uh, It was around five o'clock in the evening. Um, Starting to get a little dark, and uh, I got to thinking about it. And oh, I know she's a uh, day watcher, Bigfoot. When they have a, a home where they go to every day, one shift goes to sleep and one shift stands guard. And I think that's what she was. And the other thing that I noticed, too, when I left and went down Croom Road a little bit, I circled to the right a little bit. And I probably went 150 yards and I could see a pond back in behind there at the bottom of that hill. And I got to thinking about that. Wow. There's not a lot of water sources around here. That's a definite water source. So she may have been hunting over that pond right, trying to maybe. get it here. Mm-hmm. Did you get a good look at her face? Absolutely. Um, she never blinked. She never moved her mouth. She never did anything. It was just a very solemn stare that was not um aggressive you know what i'm saying she didn't want to scare me and i'm sure she knew she could what what did she look like typical uh very well in the sunlight uh her fur did not look dark black like you see a lot of them it tended toward him being a uh division between cinnamon and and dark brown in that area um she had uh, her hands. Her hands were out of the view. They were below, down by her waist. I couldn't see below her waist, mm-hmm. so I couldn't see her hands. Um, kind of like, what was her facial features like? Did, did she look like an ape? Did she look like a, a human? What would you? What? I mean, what did you peg it as? Sasquatch. <laughs> typical. <laughs> I mean, literally typical. The, the, what I hear has- is the big black eyes. The the boxer right. nose, the gray skin, the wide mouth, but I'm just trying to get a no color in the eyes whatsoever. Have you seen anything online or any pictures or anyone drawing that would be the closest fit to what you saw that day? Do you think, wow. do you think people peg that when they, when they, you, you've seen these artists renderings and whatnot of Bigfoot faces right on there. Do you, has anyone, yeah, pegged not, it? Never, never anything like hers. Um, oh. She, I mean, if I were to say a genre, she's a typical Bigfoot. She's got the big puffy cheeks. She's got the great big eyes that, you know, her eyes are so big that when you look at her pupils, they're tiny. I mean, absolutely tiny. And uh, even the, the, the day, it was not dark or anything like that. So her pupils weren't getting dilated because of lack of light. She, uh, she never moved. That's what, you know, if you're in a stare contest, you want Bigfoot on your side. (laughs) She never moved. I guess, uh, I guess I'd, I really want to know is, um, what the, the differences in how they look between Pacific Northwest and East coast. Um, South. I can only tell you from what I've seen on her. And when I say she's big, she might've been eight or nine feet tall because she had huge shoulders on her and everything else like that, which I always thought the Northern Bigfoots, the Canadians, the Alaskans, they're just like the, the moose up there. They're way bigger than they are down here, but she was good sized. And I was really impressed with that, how big she was. So she was arm, pretty pretty broad had, at the shoulder, too, then? Oh, absolutely. And she wow. had guns on her. You could see muscle <laughs> in her in her upper, in, in her uh, biceps. You could see guns. Uh, and I, that kind of struck me, too. Wow. Were you yeah. scared? Were you scared at all, Bigfoot Bride? Oh, of course. You, I mean... Absolutely. Did you, and, did and, you go and, home and, and look out, peep out your window, wonder if she followed you home? Or, I mean, how far away from home? No, but oh, my God, do I have a story about that? Were you? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, just uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> All right, we're going. Uh, we're listening. 
All right. Um, I was up here um, just, let's see what direction's at, west, just west of the tree, the star structure. And I was in my truck. I don't trust these guys. And you know what? Todd Stanley can go out in the woods by himself. Bully for you, man. I'm not going to do it. And I'm right now recruiting people to try and give me a hand. But anyway, I was sitting in my truck on this side of the road toward the star structure. And I was in the passenger seat. And I'm just watching my phone and listening. And it was dead quiet that night. And I mean, right now I can hear some bugs. I didn't hear any bugs that night. There was nothing. So um, around nine o'clock, the sound of, think of somebody walking up beside you and shooting a rifle. That's what it sounded like. It was a tree break and it was danger close. Scared me. Oh my God, I jumped. And then I thought, oh, wait a minute. If they're here, they want to interact. And that is a sign of aggression. Okay, Marine, let's go. Show them your medal. Walked (laughs) out of the passenger side, went all the way around the truck. I'm standing in the middle of the road, and I'm pointing, and I'm talking to them. I'm your friend. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm here to protect you. I want to help you. Just that, all that on and on. And even I put in Sasquatch. I said, look, Sasquatch, I love you guys. I want to help you. And when I stopped talking, and it wasn't very long, just like I said just now. It was very short and I'm standing there in the middle of the road and absolutely nothing. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I, I know, I know you're right there. Big guy. I know you're right there. You would be the only one to come out here and uh, you know, interact with me and possibly try and scare me off. He's the only one that would. And, you know, we're probably talking a big guy who's nine, 10 feet tall mm-hmm. and he get this, listen to this. Can you hear that? Yeah. This is the north, the Virginia. We're uh, south and and uh, e- uh, west of Roanoke, and th- it's about to turn over. All the leaves are coming out and all that kind of stuff. But on the ground, you can't walk a micro inch to not make sound. That son of a gun walked right up to me. I swear he was twenty feet off the road when he did that tree break. And I even found a stick that looks like it could have been the tree break, but anyway, scared the daylights out of me. And then I got around, went to the other side and started talking to him. Never, ever got a sound out of him. So that ended the next night. I didn't come up here. It was rainy and and drizzly and cold and ah, screw that. So I'm sitting in my camper and I'm playing on the phone with Bigfoot believers and Virginia, um, Bigfoot and uh, at 2.15 a.m., not a knock, a slap on the front door or the only door of my fifth wheel. My wife and I are full-time RVers. A slap on the door. Where where are you you guys at a campground, you said? No. (laughs) Let's see. You can look at me. When this this happened. Oh, this happened. Yeah. Yeah. Where the road disappears, that's where my fifth wheel is. Okay. It's like 300 yards away. So anyway... Um, you're in a prime a location. On the door. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah before you go on, uh, Bigfoot Bry, we were talking uh, yesterday, uh, getting ready for this episode, and you had said you were there, and I'm like, I've heard a lot of stories about Dogman and stuff like that down there. So there's a lot of stuff going on. I would, I would keep your eyes open more than just more than just Bigfoot. <laughs> When I when I have to go into town at night, town's a ways. It's probably ten miles to go be able to get to a store of any kind. And when I come back through here, I literally pray to God, please, one of them walk out in front of me. <laughs> I want to see him so bad. So but you anyway, would, you uh, would definitely see another one. Oh, I'm, I'm since there we. I told told you yesterday we had a big forest fire um, north of here. And it's a uh, huge gully, and I'm sure their caves are down in there. And they did a control burn through that gully over 160 acres that went all the way around my daughter's house. And uh, I'm sure they're down there now because I know I've heard three kills, and they all exactly the same one to the other to the other. It was 
two of the weirdest Bigfoot sounds I've ever heard in my life. I can't even, I can't even describe them. The first thing I thought of was a cow moo, but it wasn't that. It was more male sounding, more growlish. But there was two of those. And seconds later, a deer snorted twice and then dead silence. Now, when deer are telling everybody, hey, there's danger here, they don't stop snorting until they're gone. Mm -hmm. They just keep it up down through the woods. Two snorts, gone. The next night, the exact same thing. The sound was a little bit softer from the Bigfoot, and I'm thinking he's further away. And two seconds later, two snorts from a deer and nothing. And then the third night, the exact same thing, only this time the um, Bigfoot sounds were a lot quieter. And I could barely hear them, but the two deer snorts, no question, and nothing. So I'm thinking that they're eating real good around here the deer population here is yeah. I, i'm from pennsylvania i i li- grew up in a day when you could go out spotting and see 200 deer mm-hmm. um down here it's i saw a doe last year walking up the side of one of the roads and she had seven fawns with her i never heard of a deer doing babysitting she had to be yeah these were all little little i've heard but of that anyway, before. I, I think three three kills at three nights in a row tonight we'll see Hopefully I hear it again. Well, if they're feeding a family. Yeah, really. I imagine oh, that's those the big, other thing. <laughs> I imagine those big suckers can put away some meat. I am a brand new grandpa. Um, my daughter is a type two diabetic. There was a lot of complications. The baby is still in the hospital getting adjusted to a normal sugar level. And wow. she's coming up. She was really low. And she's coming up, and uh, we have no idea how long she's going to be there. But I told Danielle, you know, when the baby comes here, uh, juvenile Bigfoots love babies. <laughs> they come around when they hear them. <laughs> yeah. well, You're going to take crying. your grandchild out. <laughs> Time to take the baby squatching. Bigfoot, Brian, you're taking your grandchild out squatching early, huh? That's right. Oh, I'm just going to stand by the house, and hopefully she'll cry or something. Because that'll uh-oh. What was that? That's a, well, Are we getting rained on? Thunder. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're calling for it. So, so far, it Bigfoot Bright, I got to ask you, I mean, you saw this thing. You Were you more scared, more sh- more in shock, uh, more amazed? How did you feel uh, through the whole process? Were you, were you um, paralyzed? At first, oh, absolutely. I mean, I literally tried to jump out of my skin, and then I just stood there like, what the heck do I do? She's standing there looking at me. I know she can outrun me to the truck. Truck's yeah. six feet behind me. And if I turn and run, she's going to have me in four steps. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so, oh, speaking of which, oh, I almost forgot. Um, after the incident, or the encounter, um, I went to the Withlacoochee uh, State Forest office and a lady there who had already been to and told her everything I knew about Bigfoot. She was a very captive audience and she loved it. Uh, I stopped there the Monday, uh, the Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday after the sighting and, uh, walked in and she's all excited. Oh my God. I'm so glad you're here. Why? Some guy made a report last week. What? She goes, yeah, some guy stopped here on Friday and he says, look, Thursday night in my headlights, headlights, I saw something very tall, very dark and very big and he did three steps across county road 41 and was across the highway in three steps and he says i'm here to tell you that i don't know what it was i'm telling you right now i ain't giving you my name goodbye and that was the report (laughs) wow yeah a lot of people are timid to um come on i we've spoke to a lot of people um including yourself. And I appreciate you coming on again. It's, it's awesome yeah. that you're on here yeah, telling the sure. story, but yeah. a lot of people will tell you, you know, no, I don't want to come on. I don't want to say anything. And some will say, you can share my story. And some, some will just say, yeah, I've seen something. Um, and that's all you get out of them. But, um, some will, you know, some will go to the length and, and, and are th- enthused like you. So we appreciate it so much. You anything else going on right there where you're at? Um, I know you said you go out frequently and you hear yeah, things, see things. Lightning and thunder stays away. Um, I'll, let me turn you around. 
I always go up above the tree, the, the star structure. Up in there. And that's where I parked the truck. And to all the um, really, really hard chargers out there, look, here's what you do. A, you don't walk around with a camera in your hands. B, don't carry a gun. You can have them. Keep them hidden. They'll know they're there, but they're going to know you have them. And when you go out, don't hunt. Don't seek. Don't, you know, don't act like you're trying to find them because it scares them and they go away and you'll never see them. And the other thing I want to say to everybody out there, hey, I'm a nobody. I've just had really, really good luck. And I think I have a really good heart and I think they sense that. Mm -hmm. But what I also want to say is, folks, you're not going to believe this, but Bigfoot is everywhere. I lived in Pennsylvania on the New York border. I've seen tree structures in New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Florida. Now, if that isn't a mix, you know, I mean. Bigfoot Bry, Bigfoot Bry, they've been spotted everywhere but Hawaii. Do you know that? Yeah. All the, every state been. but Hawaii. Oh, I heard that the other day, and I'm trying to find out if anybody's seen one in Hawaii. <laughs> Uh, Brian, no, were you I've, telling me I've there's something else up. out there? Yeah, there's. They got some little, uh, some uh, little people yeah. that live in the, the forest. Pygmy or something. Yeah, oh, I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember what they're called, but yeah, they're they're you know like what? little, little mini. Uh, Bigfoot, Brian, do you go anywhere else and go squatching uh, in the United States? Oh, definitely Florida. Um, when I'm home, I go in Pennsylvania. Uh, Ohio, I only went one day with one guy and. Uh, it was just an experience, you know, I, we didn't see anything or find anything, unfortunately, but, um, my two hot spots are definitely here in Florida. I know they're in Florida. Oh my gosh. Um, when I became Bigfoot believer and got in there and I started mentioning with the coochie, Holy cow, where, where, <laughs> and we, we don't like to give that up. I mean, I tell everybody I'm in Buchanan, Virginia, that won't do you any good <laughs> other than the fact that, you know, they're here. Gotcha. Yeah, I uh, we I told you we were in Florida in January and we went into the Mayaka River State Park and we we're doing some squatching out there. I got my wife to go mm-hmm. uh, some really back desolate trails. I don't even know if they're they might have been horse trails. I don't know what they were, but yeah, she wasn't too pleased with what I had her. <laughs> but uh, I my wife would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but. Um, it was crazy. It was weird. We, uh, you know, we pulled up and there was these people sitting there. Uh, Brian, I was telling you this story, yeah. and there was there was like three or four people. They were coming back to their car off this trail, and the guy sitting in his car and he's he's doing something with with his phone and he's trying to play a song and he says, "I'm trying to play the song Running Bear, Running Bear," and I don't know if I know that song. If you guys know that song, or who, I know that song. Yeah, but I'm trying to think. Why is he? Why is he yelling? And then he gets out of the truck and he's like, they're laughing to each other. Like, yeah, I'm trying to, like something happened that he, they should play the song Running Bear. And I didn't make the connection until later. I'm like, did they think they saw a running bear? And maybe that's not what they saw. I mean, we're in Mayak yeah. River State Park where there's been sightings. That's why I'm here. Uh, so I don't know what that was, but that was kind of crazy. You know, the craziest one that I love is the story from North Carolina. Three-year-old boy goes in the woods and he's lost for two days. And when they finally find him, he said, a bear took care of me. Oh, my gosh. A bear would never have taken care of a three-year-old. A bear would have ate him. Absolutely (laughs) ate him. A bear took care of me. We all in the Bigfoot community are like, yes, they do do that kind of thing. (laughs) Right, right. I believe that. I believe that wholeheartedly. I'll say here. Yep. They're not, they're not the, and that's the other thing too. Everybody, when you see all these movies, I've seen one good movie that Bigfoot wasn't a devil. All the rest of them, they're ripping and tearing people apart. I mean, come on, get real. That's not what these things are. Yeah. Don't get Uh, me wrong. There are bad ones out there. There are uh, absolutely bad ones out there. And I believe wholeheartedly that those ones have had experiences where one of their wives was killed by a hunter, and I think that turned them the other way. It's very possible. That wouldn't surprise me. That would uh, have the same effect on a human, you know? Exactly. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, they could think. I mean, their minds. Look, I, these things are smart, intelligent. Uh, I don't. Obviously, they're not as smart as humans. I don't think they can create fire. I think that's one of the differences. Obviously, but they they're no, smart. They're pretty to, smart. Yeah, they're yeah. smart enough to know. I mean, when they when they see a gun, they know what a gun is. You know, oh, well, they've been around long enough. They know. Yeah, and you know, that. I forgot to mention when I had those slaps on the uh, like I said, slaps, not knocks, on the RV door. How did they know to hit the door? Uh-huh. They've been watching me. They've been watching, watching you go in and out. out that door. Going out of that door. <laughs> yeah, they know that's a way into your yep. domain. That's right. Absolutely. And they yeah, they're not. The they're not dumb. They probably saw you not walk sure. out that door with a sandwich in your hand. Is what I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's another one for the Bigfoot folks. All right. You are gifting with Bigfoot. I'll give you the Bigfoot. Um, candy that they absolutely love. Uh, they are really fond of fish. And I mean, to the point of showing themselves. A gentleman that I'm coaching from California is in Willow Creek. My God, that's the Mecca yes. of big. That's Patty. where Patty. Patty. He was hooking his boat up to the trailer at his back to the boat turned around and on the other side of the boat was a Bigfoot standing there looking at him that close. When was this? uh, He didn't say when I just read this story here very recently on Bigfoot believers. Okay. But as soon as I saw that, I immediately texted him. I said, did you have fish in the boat? And he goes, yeah, I did. Why? I said, because I think Bigfoot has a sweet tooth for fish. (laughs) There's, there's videos out there of Bigfoot stealing stringers. To they're, get the fish. They're not good fishermen, huh? And own. I told him this, and I said, look, dude, if you are near Patty, Patty loves fish. Todd Standing went there like three, four years ago and, and found her in that same area. And uh, I said, if you, you got Patty nearby, I, I said, did she have boobs? And he goes, are you kidding me? I was so scared to death. I couldn't notice anything. <laughs> <laughs> the only well, time a man doesn't look at a woman's breasts, right? Yeah, it's right. Like, <laughs> scared. He, he, says, uh, he says, no, I was petrified. I said, but she ran away or he. And he goes, well, yeah. And I said, well, here's what you do. You find their point of entry. And you go over there in a really nice spot, someplace very, very open that you can see. And you put a piece of salmon down there or a piece of trout, and I'll guarantee you, you're going to bring in somebody because they love fish. I saw a pond video. These guys are fishing a pond, and they're doing really well with crappies. And they had a stringer full. And they videotape, uh, you know, video, a Bigfoot running in and grabbing their stringer and hauling ass. (laughs) I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see that, too. (laughs) You know, that's good to know. We don't. I, there's no way of finding older videos. I don't know how long I saw uh, that. No, there, there's got to be an archive somewhere. There's uh, there's some Todd standing stuff. Where did you see this? I said, Todd did it. Where? And I go to look for it and I can't find it. Hmm. The, Somebody's the, uh, removing the, videos. Yeah, especially I really wanted uh, people to realize, not scare them, but be on the lookout that there are some mean ones out there. And if you start hearing massive tree breaks and they're moving and they're getting closer, get the hell out. Cause you ran into a, a big guy who doesn't like people. It also seems like, um, geographically, um, some of the meaner ones are Southwest Texas, uh, Arkansas, it seems like know. it's from what I've from what I've heard and seen that that's where yeah. that's what strikes yeah, me. Yeah, I've heard the that ones too. Up in the Pacific Northwest, you get for the, the ones, most part the ones pretty, that are in the heat and, and and that are they tend to be smaller and and right. more aggressive. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, we were planning a trip to Arizona next year. Huh. I'll be careful. Yeah, really. <laughs> I know the two stories that I was talking about. The one was from Kentucky. And the other one's from Alberta. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So, Bigfoot, Bry, you've seen We're one. We're not far from Kentucky. Yeah, it's true. Bigfoot, Bry, you've seen Bigfoot. You've 
experienced a lot of Bigfoot. You're out there still searching, hunting. What's your theory? Is Bigfoot a flesh and blood blood creature, or is it a uh, paranormal, alien related, spiritual kind of thing? What are you thinking here? Why why haven't we found a body? I'm sorry. Why haven't we? Why don't we know the the proof, the existence of these things? What do you think? I hate that side of it. I I think that there is a possibility they're tied together, but I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk to people about it because it's too out there. You know what? Let's find out for sure. And so that everybody knows these things really exist and we need to stop killing them. You see what they're doing in Missouri? Is it? No. The hunting. Is it Oklahoma? (laughs) They're going to try and track down and capture a Bigfoot. Well, it's a, it's a live. It's a live. You're not going to capture. You're not going to capture kidding me unless you have a tranquilizer that's enough to take one down and you're a hell of a shot and get that close Better have one big enough to take down an elephant good luck yeah but you know what if you do go out and try and do that the family's coming after you dude if you can't get out of the woods in time yeah we've heard that dead. too yeah. you're dead meat yeah bigfoot bride do you think these things have been around since man before man uh along with man do you think where there could be a missing link here uh they talk about how they're uh, they look a lot like a human more so than an ape. Uh, what do you think? Do you think they could be Neanderthal related? Honestly, I don't know where they fit in the chain of events that became us humans. I think they're an offshoot. And I think that, yeah. you know, the dinosaurs all died off. And I think they died off because they were so damn big. They couldn't live on this or be in that size. You, you buy a, a German sh- or a uh, St. Bernard dog, eight, 10 years, you're lucky to get out of them. Yeah. Anything big like that. So you got gigantic, giganticus epithecus, which we know their DNA is in Bigfoot DNA, but they were huge, 15 foot. And, and mm-hmm. their bones are all over the world in caves and stuff like that. And the DNA is all out there. Um, I think these guys are an offshoot somewhere between there and humans and decided to stay there instead of humans. They don't like our technology. They don't like anything to do with us except for gifting. (laughs) They do like gifting. (laughs) Barb and Gabby up in Ontario. Um, Gabby. No, Barb died. Barb died. Those two were gifting all the time. And the coolest part, they would put out a brand new, jar of peanut butter no, and the no. jar has you know has a lid you got to unscrew and it's got a seal you have to take off and they'd eat all the peanut butter and they wouldn't destroy the jar it's plastic they wouldn't destroy it she'd put out a, a huge apple pie and they would eat it and the plastic cover would be intact and the foil wouldn't be all smashed up and it was picked clean i bet you after that peanut butter they ran their asses down to the river and got some water <laughs> yeah i bet they did you know it makes sense i like oh peanut God. butter so well, why wouldn't they like peanut butter yeah, so, same here uh, <laughs> you know they're like just sticking like it to the roof of their mouth universal like, language yep. i i was i would always you know i think if i lived somewhere where i could uh gift these creatures i would go to little caesar's and buy as many five dollar pizzas as i could and just stack them out there and let them just have oh eating. do we want to we don't want to do that to bigfoot man <laughs> No, oh, man, not a good thing. They have to run no. for weeks. <laughs> yeah, let's let's just stick with the all natural it's pizza. Fish and stuff. It's pizza, man. Yeah, yeah. Here's we don't another, need to get them hooked. I got on pizza. another quick story for you. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Colorado Bigfoot got involved with some people in Maryland. Please come out and help us. We don't know what we're doing. They're definitely here. So he meets them at a GPS coordinate. He's there. Early. How do you determine how long it takes to go from Colorado to Maryland? So he gets there early. And he starts walking around and all of a sudden he could hear noise. He couldn't quite put a finger on it. And he comes up over a little rise and there's Interstate 95 right in front of him. And he's got a trackway that's all wore out going that way. So he goes up there and he opens his camera up to the side of the road. Uh, you got the road, you got the berm, you got the gully and maybe a fence. And then eight, oh, what are they called? Perches. There was eight perches. Bigfoot, just like me when I was a hunter. Man, if you're going to be in the woods and you want to turn, you got to clean that floor out so that there's nothing but you and mud. 
and you won't make any noise. They had eight cleaned out perches and they all had pine cones around them. They eat pine cones. I've Incredible. Heard I've, I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah, it's like a treat for them. And these guys are using I-95 as a movie theater. They're right beside the highway at night. Makes watching. sense. <laughs> Probably throwing pine cones at cars. That's their entertainment. Let's watch yeah, them freak right. out. Throw it at that car. <laughs> That's curious they are. They yeah. obviously yeah. see more of us than we see of them. So. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, no for sure. I believe that. I mean, yeah. my, my philosophy is, that, you know, if you're, you're within five miles of a, of a Bigfoot, they're going to know it. Oh, absolutely. And they're going to let you get as close as they want to let you get. Right. And that's the other thing that I tell new newcomers. When I go in the woods, you can tell I'm in the woods. I mean, I am loud. And I tell them, look, you don't want to walk up on the big guy and scare him because <laughs> you walk so quietly. Yeah. I whistle. I make noise. I break branches. I do all kinds of stuff to let them know I'm coming. And hopefully they're going to come out and see who the hell's making all this noise. Well, just us as human beings in the woods uh, is awkward. So we, right. we're, we're not quiet. <laughs> we're not yeah. quiet people. So the big I think me. They, they know as soon as we hit the woods. I tell you, other than driving up in my car and getting out and parking and, and shutting my door, once I'm on the trail, I try to be fairly quiet. I don't want to arouse anything that I don't need to arouse um, naturally. Is, is what I'm saying. That, that's just kind of my nature. Yeah, but that's not that's not good either. I mean, even if oh, mountain yes. lions, bears, you need to let them know you're there too. Yeah, you don't want to sneak right. up on right. a bear. Just, yeah, you'll scare them off before you ever see them. Just start yeah. whistling or what, what have you as you're as you're cruising down. Yeah, there. Any yeah. any naturalist will tell you that. Make yeah. noise. Shows how much <laughs> I know. Hot <laughs> has a suit that has copper lining. They sense us. They sense our electrical output. He put that copper lining suit on and went out and was absolutely flabbergasted as to how well it worked. He snuck up on them and they had no clue. But then they did figure out that he was there. Oh, were they pissed? You, you saying I, that makes we, me feel like there's more. There's a supernatural thing to this, with with, with that energy and that 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 kind of well, thing. Think about thousands of years being in the woods and have having to know everything about the woods yeah you, they're just more in tune with nature than we are exactly absolutely uh, correct being for all we know we we may have come from them i mean it's possible uh, uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with bigfoot briar with his earlier statement and say that it, it's they're an offshoot um, even meldrum age. said that that you know we for a long Great time enough. we thought we thought it was a straight line for, mm-hmm. you know, and then now we know that it's all branched off and goes in different directions. And absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, I you know would, me, I, I like you. to, I like to twist the, twist the tail a little bit and see nah. what's going on. So, Hey, that's right. Yeah. We got to have you. Bigfoot, Bri, you got anything Make else for think. us you want to talk about? You know, we'll bring you back uh, again for another episode for sure. Once, once we get some more dialogue going on, you want to come back on, but anything, uh, anything down in Florida you've, we haven't even talked about Roanoke. Oh my goodness! There's a lot here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can definitely do that on another episode for sure. But uh, oh heck yeah, man! I love doing this. Oh man! Heck yeah, we can bring you on on a regular basis because shit, you can just walk around (laughs) Roanoke and if you've got information to share, you're you're finding stuff, you're seeing stuff, or absolutely, you just want to come on and as a guest and talk. Yeah, we're we're enticing that for sure. Yep, we want to have as many people on talking about. Our goal here is to uh, prove existence yeah, in right. as many ways as possible. And I think by getting that through as many people as we can and sharing that with people and people listening, uh, we can help prove this theory one way or the other. I heard today, or I read today online, that Washington State has a no-kill order for Bigfoot. That's probably yes, true. that's true. I heard that. Really? Yep. Oh, that's so cool. It should be. Yeah. In, That's how 50. it should be nationwide. Yeah, I'm not. Ag- I'm not against. I won't say that I'm. I'm for or against killing one, if it means proving existence, and that's the only way it's going to take to do it. No, then I'm okay. But I don't I'm think not, that. I don't think that's the case because, as I've said a hundred times, I think that um, the government is covering this up. So if you kill one, they're going to take. Unless the it's a life or death situation. Yeah. Where it's you or them. And then forget it. There's no way. Yeah, there's 
But I've said before, I don't need to know. I don't need the the government or the world to say that Bigfoot exists. If I see one for myself, I I know that's all I need. Yep. Yep. And that's why I envy you, Bigfoot Bri, but I'm happy for you. I'm jealous. Some people may have pissed their pants and been scared as hell, but I'm glad you stood out and stayed strong and enjoyed it and uh, could tell us about it, man. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great story. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for being on. We appreciate it. We'll get you back on for sure. Um, Brian, you got any last words or, or anything for, for Bigfoot, um, Bri? Just, uh, again, thank you. Thank you for that. That was really cool. Um, just keep your eyes open, man. Keep your camera handy and uh, mm-hmm. let us know if you have come across any more. Will do. Yeah, Maybe yeah. tonight. I'm going to stay oh, that'd out. That'd be great. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, Bigfoot Bri, we will talk to you soon and stay safe out there and let us know when you find something else going on and uh, hit us up, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody. Appreciate you listening. If you want to get a hold of us, if you've had an encounter or seen a cryptid creature of any kind, reach out to us at info at cryptidcreatures.co. That's right. Or Instagram at cryptidcreatures. Uh, Twitter at cryptidcreature1. No E on the end of creature. Right. Facebook too, Brian? Yep. Cryptid Creatures. All right. So please get a hold of us. We'd love to talk to you, hear your story, and possibly get you on the show. Yep. And if you don't want to come on, if you want to be anonymous, then we can do that too. Exactly. You can email it to us and we can read it right on the air. Happy to do that too. Yep. Absolutely. All right, guys. We'll be waiting to hear from you. We'll be in touch. Brian, take care, man. Yep. You guys have a good night. And then remember when you're out in the woods, keep your eyes and ears open. Let us know what you're seeing here. Right on. Take care. See you.